Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Skipping the draft would be a massive disruption and kind of looping everybody into this two year draft next year would be crazy and it's an unnecessary skippage if they do it it is unnecessary and it is monetary it is cheap and it is opportunistic if they do this for the Major League Baseball Players Association. They wanted to protect the service of their players. But what they gave up in the draft, there could be a draft as short as five rounds this year, in the delay of the bonuses to drafted players this year, it was clear that owners at this point want to save cash. It's time for Hit and Run with your host, Matt Spiegel. Good morning to you, baseball people. What's happening? It is Sunday morning, the 29th of March, and words will not be minced. I'm sad. I'm angry. I have a sense of baseball loneliness that I'm going to need your help in dealing with. Maybe we can we can deal with it together. Today, the 29th of March should be game three of the White Sox hosting the Kansas City Royals about 19 blocks away from where I sit right here in the south loop of Chicago. Maybe Dylan Cease on the mound for game three. Got to figure it would have been Giolito if healthy for one. Maybe Dallas Keuchel for two. Could be could have been Cease or Gio Gonzalez or Renato Lopez. I don't know. In Cleveland tomorrow for the White Sox for the first of three Games with one of their division rivals as a hotly contested American League Central supposed to be getting rolling. I'm not going to pretend it it makes me happy or I'm not going to pretend that I'm in the best of all possible moods. But these things can live together. The baseball loneliness can live with the optimism, can live with the love for the game. Cubs should be playing their third and final game in Milwaukee today. Maybe it would have been Kyle Hendricks on the mound or Jose Quintana would have been Darvish to start, maybe Lester too, or Hendricks too. If it was Hendricks too, I suspect it would have been Quintana today and they'd save John Lester for the home opener tomorrow or the other way around, one of those guys. Tomorrow would be the home opener at Wrigley against the Pirates, the first of three games. Tributosaurus, my band, would have been part of the XRT 
pregame festivities with Lynn Bramer as we have for, God, 10 years now, 11 years, something like that. It's, it's just brutal. But as we've figured out along the way these past couple of weeks, and we will continue to live the reality that Major League Baseball is non-essential to baseball conversation. Going to be a good show today. Looking forward to it. Joe Buck has been calling play-by-play of absolutely anything, and it's been oddly calming and satisfying on the Twitters. So uh, we're going to talk to Joe about that, about why he's doing that, what he's learned about that, and obviously delve into his ridiculously full baseball canon as we work with what we have, with classic games everywhere. That guy uh, has an unbelievable baseball resume, as you know, and I love to dissect different moments and different games from his past. At 11 o'clock, Ed Howard, the Mount Carmel shortstop, the former Jackie Robinson West shortstop and pitcher, um, likely a first-round draft pick in what's left of the MLB draft that's upcoming in either June or July. Really looking forward to talking to Ed Howard. Got to know him a bit through the James Feagan piece on The Athletic a couple of weeks ago. And, and looking forward to talking to Ed very much about many things, including his favorite player, Tim Anderson of the White Sox. And then Chris Kampka at 1140, a guy that um, our friend Jason Benetti referred to this week as a smile wrapped in a brain wrapped in a rainbow, which is hilarious and ridiculous and apt. And I'll tell you why Chris Kampka was referred to as that as we get closer to his appearance at 1140. Along the way, your text can come in at 312 312- uh, excuse me, your text at 67011, your phone calls at 312-644-6767. That's the phone number. You could tweet at me at Matt Spiegel 670. All right, look, a baseball haiku broke my heart this week. And and I'm I'm not a big haiku guy, but sometimes I am. And when they're good, a, a haiku is a Japanese poem and it has three lines, usually uh, five syllables, then seven, then five syllables. But there are uh, other ways to do it, um, I think. But the one, the one that was read to me by my friend Chris Toft on Facebook, he's been reading poetry every night, having a beverage and reading poetry to people on Facebook Live. Hey, you take your comfort and connection any way you can get it, right, people? But here was the haiku. Rainy night, a hole in the radio where a ball game should be. A hole in the radio where a ball game should be. Oh, I don't know. It it made me feel all the feelings. All of them. All of the available feelings were felt. And then I shared them. With uh, I shared that with uh, our friend, my friend Nick Shepkowski and Chris Tannehill in a little text thread. And and it, it broke Shep's little baseball heart as well. Rainy night, a hole in the ball, a hole in the radio where a ball game should be. That's that's my porch. It's been nice enough to sit on the balcony, just a little, and getting closer. And that's where the ball game is supposed to be. And I realized that that's what I miss the most about baseball that would be happening this week. There's a lot of things that I miss, a lot of senses, a lot of practices a lot of traditions that I miss, some at home, some at the ballpark. But number one for me is sitting outside. For me now, it's a balcony on the 11th floor here in the South Loop. Um, But for you, maybe it's the backyard. Maybe it's the front porch. 
Maybe it's inside in a comfortable chair with the window open, but feeling the spring air or summer air or fall air with baseball on the radio, or even if it's on the TV, just the audio of it. Sometimes I'll sit on the balcony, I'll have the game on the TV, but I'll have the audio playing on the little speaker out there on the balcony, and it's, you know, it's the same thing that's accomplished. But often it's the headphones, it's the MLB at bat app, it's whatever game is available, and that's what I'm missing the most. That's what, what's hurting right now, is the lack of that. And we can recreate it. I'll tell you what, starting this Wednesday night, the score is playing every game from the Cubs 2016 postseason run with Ron Coomer and Pat Hughes involved in pregame with Joe Ostrowski, also coming on after the third inning of every game and coming on after the seventh inning of every game and postgame of every game to make it truly interactive and unique. That starts on Wednesday night. So maybe you'll join me on the balcony with a beverage and a ball game on the radio starting this Wednesday. Because, my God, I miss that. And, and I want to know what you're missing about the game. I think we should wallow together. I think it's, it's healthy to know that you're not alone. And you're not alone in your baseball loneliness. I'm leaning into it hardcore. I, I, because I just have to admit that's what it is and get to the other side of it a little bit. You know? But it's okay to talk about this stuff. And I've been talking about it in text threads with family and friends. I just asked you on Twitter what you miss most about the game. And I'm asking you right now via text at 670-11, if you want to call in at 312-644-6767, what do you miss most about the game? It could be something from home. It could be something from the ballpark. And as, as you hopefully line up and give me some of your input, I'll give you a couple more from my list and from some that have come in from friends, from family. The sight of the ball field when you climb up the steps, if you're going to a game, just no matter what the weather is, no matter what the outside world feels like, that moment when you get to the top of the steps and you see it, the green of the grass and the brown dirt and the white bases, it's a constant. It's been a reliable constant in our lives and your senses are awoken and you're feeling a closeness to the game that, that it transcends age and time and generations. It just hits you in a wave. At least it does me. I miss that. It's brutal. Um, my friend, my friend, John Paul said a Polish, a Polish sausage grilled dark. For me, I would add the darkest grilled onions possible and mustard. Now, we could make this at home. We know we could make this at home. But it doesn't taste the same. It doesn't taste the same as when you're sitting in your seat with the ball game in front of you, right? It just doesn't. I don't know what it is. It's, uh, it, it, I, I've never been to Alinea, or is it Alinea? I always mix up the pronunciation. Grant Akatz's restaurant here in Chicago. But I know that one of the things he's famous for, like um, molecular gastronomy, where he like messes with the construction of the food and does these weird, interesting things. But one of the things, it makes it a full sensory experience. And one of the things I've heard about, which always fascinates me, is there's a meal that he serves on top of a pillow. And the pillow has a tiny, tiny puncture in it. And there's an odor in the pillow. And it slowly releases the odor through the course of the meal, right? And it's adding to the full sensory experience of what you're doing. You're not just having the meal, but you're smelling the world around you. Or you're smelling this added component 
And that's what it is about baseball, about eating a, a Polish grill to, at, a, at a ball game, right? There's, there's something else that's added. Maybe you're smelling beer or peanut shells or tobacco spit or grass or whatever it is. But there's some added component that makes the Polish taste better. 67011 is how you can get in via text. Jordan Maley is with me. Sean Anderson producing the show. These guys have been doing a great job now for a couple of weeks as we uh, communicate offline, online, and give you everything we can in terms of baseball conversation. What do you miss most about the game? I'll tell you another thing that I miss. It's just, it's driving me nuts. Quick pitch. Oh, quick pitch is the best television show available. Better than Tiger King. Better than um, season three of Ozark. Quick Pitch is the best. It's a daily dose of hardcore highlights and facts. No opinionists to get in the way, right? No, no pundits, opinioneers, opinionists to get in the way. It, it's just Quick Pitch is injecting pure baseball entertainment into my veins. And it refreshes every damn day. You're up late, you can watch it. You wake up in the morning, it's on like the first four hours of the MLB Network broadcast day are quick pitch on a loop. So just turn it on wherever you are in your, in your morning and watch for an hour and you're completely caught up. You've gained knowledge. You've had the pleasure of seeing all these highlights. You've missed nothing from the daily refillable baseball bag. God, I miss quick pitch. Absolutely brutal how much I miss it. Joe Buck at 10, Ed Howard at 11. We can talk about the uh, emergency agreement that MLB Players Association and the owners came to the other day. We talked about it a little bit yesterday on Inside the Clubhouse, me and Bruce Levine, and I certainly have thoughts on it. But I wanted, I wanted to start with the senses and what we're missing and bonding in our, in our shared sadness here just a little bit today. 312-644-6767. That's the phone number. Let's um, let's go to John in Joliet on line two. John, you're on Hit and Run this morning with me, Matt Spiegel. What's happening, man? How are you? Matt, good morning, Matt. Um, I I got sad <laughs> when you talked about, you know, how much everybody misses this game. Yeah. And this year was supposed to be the grandson's first game, five and six years old. And my 75-year-old dad, I was going to take him this year. And you're just waiting. And it's just like, it's so frustrating because you, you're looking for something else to fill that spot, and it doesn't. There's nothing. You can't fill that, <laughs> that love for the game. I mean, just all you can do is just sit and wait. And I do have one question for you, the Matt, if I can. Of course. Um, some friends of mine that are Cub fans are so frustrated because they would like to watch those old replay games but you got to pay for the service. And uh, they didn't realize that until this weekend when they tried to watch some of those old games. And I told them you got to watch ESPN or whatever. But, um, yeah, do you get oh, frustrated baseball fans out here? You're talking about MLB TV, all those game, those old games they made available on MLB.com and MLB TV? I guess that marquee network was showing them. Oh, okay. Well, they're, 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 in, they're in a lot of places, John. Thanks for the call. Yeah, I mean, the oh, other day you. I sat around. Thank you, buddy. The other day I sat around and I had, 
I had like six different options of ball games to watch. I think it was opening day, and MLB had every platform. They were showing classic games. ESPN was doing it. Um, it, it, it was they they were everywhere. So I know it'll be a little harder to get if you're talking about the MLB archive. Yeah, yeah, I think you probably still want you to pay for MLB TV. I've paid for that every year. I think it's a phenomenal product. And then I get upset when MLB owners cry poor because so many of us are paying for that MLB TV. They've got us held hostage in terms of rights fees and all that revenue sharing that's courtesy of MLB Advanced Media. MLBAM should be distributed and used a little better. So we talk about that. But if that's what you're talking about, um, it's I, I understand. And But MLB Network has given you games. Very frequently, MLB Network has given you games. Marquee, great article in The Athletic this week, updating you on where things stand with Marquee. And they were, like every network that starts in this kind of style, was going to use opening day as a negotiating hammer to finalize their deals with Comcast and with any other providers they're not on. And opening day doesn't exist. So those negotiations also do not exist. Also, everybody has their families to worry about. It's, uh, I think Mike McCarthy, the head over at Marquee, referred to it as paused momentum. And that's what it is. And uh, I'm sure it's frustrating to not be getting Marquee right now with all the content that they're putting out. And, and maybe they'll find a way. If, if I were them, I would try to find a way to make it available via the app, or at least part of it available via the app. I promise I'll do a little research on that this week, see if they're thinking about any ways to make some of that classic content available to those, those of us who do not have it on Comcast or whatever system you have. As, as we talk at 670.11 via text at 312-644-6767 about what you miss most about the game. I miss listening to the Cubs radio broadcast while grilling on my patio. See, yeah, there's those things going together. Those things, all those different senses, those different actions that flow together and are enhanced by each other. Texter speaks, I miss the escape of the game, getting breaks from the stresses of daily life. Hopefully it'll be back sooner rather than later. Yeah, that's it, right? I miss worrying about whether Tyler Chatwood was going to have control of his stuff this year in the five spot. I miss, I miss worrying about whether Luis Robert was going to make enough contact to, to get on base and wreak havoc as a base runner, to hit the ball hard and get out there and show you the full complement of his skills. I, I miss worrying about whether Renato Lopez was going to be the fifth starter or, or make a Giolito-esque rebound from having the worst ERA in the American League. I miss worrying about that stuff. Because worrying about some of the other stuff that we're worrying about these days, no fun. No fun. This from Ryan. I miss getting to the ballpark and hearing batting practice with the gates open. You're one of the first people in the ballpark. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. If you get there that early, you've got a lot of time on your hands then, Ryan. you got at least an hour and a half before game time. But the concessions are open, so maybe I know what you're doing. All right, i got more to share, and I want to hear more from you. What do you miss most about the game as we sit here on the 29th of March, we should be three days into the season with the Cubs playing in Milwaukee, getting ready for the home opener tomorrow, all of Wrigleyville doing that, with the White Sox hosting the Royals for the third of three, getting ready to go to Cleveland tomorrow. Joe Buck at the top of the hour. 
It is hit and run on 670 The Score. I'm your host, Matt Spiegel, here with you for the next three hours or so. Ed Howard from Mount Carmel will be joining us and looking forward to that very much. In the meantime, this hour on The Score is brought to you by The Way Back In. We'll come back and talk to you about what you miss most about baseball right here on Hit and Run. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast one year maybe jordan maley misses one year or mrs joe buck talking about one year on 670 to score Things you miss about baseball as this extended offseason against our will stretches now into what would have been the regular season. Some texts coming in at 670-11. I miss watching the new guys on the roster. For that matter, any roster. Rookie watch. Just seeing how players who have changed teams perform. Another, pouring over the newspaper analysis of yesterday's game. The minutiae of notoriously slow starter April stats and hearing the familiar radio voices. Radio voices, right? I feel you. Um, This texture is a kindred soul listening to games on the at-bat app. He says, listening to East Coast games on the at-bat app in the evening while I work in the yard, usually I switch over to the White Sox at 8 p.m. Eastern, and then listening to West Coast games on the at-bat app late at night while readying for the next day. Dishes. Filling the coffee maker, etc. I love that imagery because that's what it is. I always called baseball the companion sport, right? It's a companion. It's part of your life every day for six, seven months, and you just kind of, you just kind of live your life along with it. You craft your life along with it, and it's different than every other sport that way. There's there's so much downtime. The pacing is so similar to life. 
you got to keep paying attention because you never know when an important moment is going to come. But oftentimes they're not important moments, but somehow those are the moments that you remember and feel more deeply than just about anything else, right? Just the everyday nature of it. 670, the score is where you are. Another text, Matt, I miss seeing a shortstop, any shortstop, going deep in the hole, making that long throw to just barely get the runner. Miss a center fielder running down a deep fly ball to make a great catch look easy. It's funny, I, it, I, I was, my sister had texted that she misses watching outfielders and figuring out which ones actually weren't running that hard for the ball. And she went to school in Cincinnati and she was talking about Eric Davis saying that Eric Davis got lazy towards the end of his career. And I bet he probably did. She probably watched closer than I, that she was there. But like seeing how, seeing if outfielders are running hard working for the ball. But then I was thinking about how Eric Davis used to look to me so fast, so smooth, and had a great jump on the ball. And he was one of those guys, I think, who often looked like he didn't run hard because he didn't have to. Or he knew, this is the other thing that I, that I had a hard time realizing, and maybe I know we're off on a tangent, but hell, it's baseball conversation. It's, I learned it based on dissecting Alfonso Soriano in left field. Sometimes it would seem like he wasn't going hard for a ball in the corner, and he often wasn't because he was afraid of the wall, afraid to make a mistake that cost him an extra base. But the truth is that he also knew, as a lot of outfielders know, that there's no sense in going too hard sometimes because something that is a double off the, off the bat just simply is a double unless you screw it up. So your job is to not screw it up, is to go slow, nice and calm and under control, especially when you're in left field. And those mistakes are, are the only things that can turn a double into a triple. So as long as you're calm, it's probably just a double. Every once in a while, you might play it well and keep somebody to a single. But anyway, the things we miss. Arguing about that. Talking about that. As opposed to uh, curves being flattened and the like. Let's go to Riles and Gridley on 670 The Score. Good morning, Riles. What's happening, man? <laughs> Morning, Spigs. Good talking to you, and uh, thanks for taking my call. Um, I miss everything about baseball. I'm like you. I love the game. But I wanted to bring something up. I think uh, in the interim before the game starts up, baseball could do something to uh, improve the game. And you were going to do some research and find out how this was coming along. I really believe that the game needs the automated strike zone. If uh, players knew what strikes were going to be called strikes and what balls were going to be called balls, we'd have more swings at pitches. Um, we wouldn't have so many 3-0s and O's and then an automatic strike called on the next count or 0-2 and, and an automatic ball called on the next count. If, uh, if there was a consistent strike zone and it's automated based on where the ball crosses the plate at the front knee, that's how I was taught that it, uh, uh-huh. where it should be called. Then that's an important you, thing. You know, it's, not, it's not where the catcher catches it. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And if, if they would work that out, I think the game could be made much quicker. The players would swing the bats more. The game would move more quickly, and it would be an improvement. And I think in the time that nothing is going on, you can get 10 people together. They should be able to work on that and get this corrected. Thanks, Riles. Um, I, I like that they're, con- they're having conversation 
the Players Association and the owners about all sorts of things and that this would be a, a year, possibly, if a shortened, awkward season is what we're dealing with, as it obviously is, a, de- a, a time to try some stuff. You won't see the automated strike zone this year. You'll see it within the next, what, three years, four years? I'll be very surprised if we don't see the automated strike zone in MLB sometime in the next three to four seasons. And there still will be a home plate umpire because they'll still have to be there to make sure everything is running smoothly at the plate. So you're not going to be, you know, um, eliminating a job. So the umpires association won't fight you there and they'll be the ones kind of communicating about it. But they've just got to they've got to nail down the technology, which is not as close to being ready as you think. I think it will come. And some things like that that will help streamline the game, I think, will not affect it negatively and could affect it positively in terms of more balls in play, in terms of a better pace, not a faster overall game in terms of minutes off the clock, but just a better pace. That's a big, big deal. 670-11 is how you get in via text. Jim in Lockport says, uh, speaks, Eric Davis has been my Luis Robert comp. Yeah, that's that's a nice one. I, I Eric Davis was about as awe-inspiring a center field athlete as I can remember. Look back at the stats and see what his high in stolen bases was. Did he get into the 80s one year? I know he was in the 60s at least one year. Jordan Maley back at the shop. Look up Eric Davis's lifetime stats year to year. I think he might have been in the 80s one time with stolen bases. Just absurd speed along with everything else. And my favorite thing that always comes to mind with Eric Davis, he played in the outfield in high school at Crenshaw, Los Angeles with Daryl Strawberry. I'm betting that team was pretty good. 1986, he had 80 stolen bases. 87, he had 50. Okay, yeah, so one year of 80 steals. And what what are his power numbers? Did he get into the 40s with homers one year? 37 in 87, that was the yeah. highest total. And then he had 26 okay. and 28 late in his career. All right, and there's, there's a 30-30 season or maybe two of them in there, right? Just a true five-tool guy with incredible grace in the outfield. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it, it's a wonderful comp. It's a wonderful guy to think about. And him and Strawberry in that, in that same outfield. Can you imagine? My God. Some more things that we miss about the game via text. <laughs> this is from my dad. I miss giving up on my team and still checking the score every few minutes. <laughs> oh, God, my dad is the best. He's the archetypal baseball fan of my life. Um, making road trips to the ballparks mixed in with visits to friends and family, right? My sister was telling me that she was supposed to be at Fenway this weekend while visiting a nephew at Northeastern. That whole trip is canceled. She had a trip scheduled to come to Chicago to visit us. She lives in New York. She's a nurse in New York. They're on the front lines of, uh, of the virus, going to work every day masking up, gearing up to try and stay safe in a hospital riddled with disease. She's awesome, um, as, are, as is anybody else who's fighting it on that level, um, something that, that we are not called to do, most of us. But she was supposed to make a visit to Chicago to come see us and was going to see some Cubs and some Sox. My nephew was supposed to start his baseball career as a professional in Fort Wayne, Indiana, as a play-by-play man this summer. And right now that season does not exist. Sister's supposed to visit him. But those kind of trips all built around making sure the ball games are part of it. We've all done that, right? 
Texter says, good morning, Matt. Thank you for your passionate description of our game. <laughs> That's right. It is our game. I miss the ambient nature of baseball on the radio. Crack of the bat, pop of the mitt, roar of the crowd. Visually, as a minor league umpire, I miss watching the mechanics of the umps, especially a crisp punch-out call and a nice two-seam fastball on the inside corner. Love you. Oh, that's good. Thank you for that. See, we all have that stuff in our heads, and it's always going to be there. It's never going to go away, these options, these, these memories, you know? God. But that, that's very, very visceral, that description. The, um, the Our Game... The Our Game reference is uh, a reference to me and Roger Clemens. What was it, two weeks ago? Roger Clemens on the show, and I referred to it as Our Game, and then immediately made a, well, you know, I call it Our Game because I love it so much. But you know who I got that from? I got it from Coomer, because Coomer will do that. When you sit next to Ron Coomer at a ball game, um, like I've been lucky enough to do a few different times, and he says, well, you know, the thing about Our Game, Matty, I guess it infected me, and I feel a sense of ownership over the game. McNeil and Parkins enjoying uh, going at me about that. But you know what? Screw you guys. It is our game. It's not your game. It's my game. Well, all of us listening right now. Yeah, yeah. All of us listening right now. It's our game. That's true. Let's go to Ron on the south side on 670 to score. Ron, I'm sorry, man. It would be day three of White Sox Royals, assuming they played through this weather. And uh, White wow. Sox Cleveland starting tomorrow. What's up, man? Hey. Hey, Matt, like we always say, baseball is like this, your life. It Real is. quick. Three, yeah, absolutely will always be with me. Um, three, three things uh, real quick that I miss. I really miss the newspaper. I like looking at the box score the following day, but also I like to look at the daily pitching matchups. Um, the second thing that I like, and I agree with you, uh, Matt, is I sit out in the yard, have me a nice cigar, maybe a beverage, have my grill going, and just listen to baseball conversation. Baseball conversation like this is just as a joke. Okay? But lastly, Matt, I, I'm, I'm just a radio guy, and I have bought me a new, believe it, a, a, a Sony, a transistor, because I can carry my radio with me. I had bought it for the uh, opening day. But that's what I miss the most, listening to the game on the radio. Uh, I'm a radio guy from the time when uh, uh, all the, um, Jack Brickhouse called that 1959 uh, call. Uh, Aparicio has it. <laughs> the 40-year wow. weed is over. So, so uh, love uh, just uh, the are game, you that old? Uh, radio. Are, 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 you, are, are you that old, Ron? We've talked on the radio for years. I've never known Forever. how old you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm about 63, but, you know, I still hear the repeat of it. I was little, and my dad yep. and them was listening to the game, and that, that's 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 what draws you to it. But just, just missed the yeah. game. But uh, I, I just appreciate you, Matt, just always promoting and, and, and having this conversation that we can do about the game, our game that we love. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Ron is the goods, man. I've uh, talked to him for decades here, Sporting News Radio, back here again. It's, uh, it's amazing when you think about the length of time that some of us have had these weird, uh, these weird relationships, right? These odd kind of radio relationships. Um, I'm a radio guy, too. For a long time, deep into the uh, smartphone era, I still had one of those Sony headset radios um, 
with the little antenna and like five FM presets, five AM presets that ran on two double A's. And I would throw that on when I went anywhere to listen to the radio, listen to the ball game um, and walk the dog. And I'd have that thing. And it just got, it got so beat up. And eventually I had to tape it shut because the battery compartment was falling off and all that. And now like any, like uh, any, any, any fully functional 2020 citizen, or like most fully functional 2020 citizens, I've got some pretty good Bluetooth headphones and the smartphone and the at-bat app, and I do it that way. And listen to radio.com. Listen to the score, of course, on radio.com. But I feel you, man. And it still is radio. It still is radio. It still feels that way. Text getting in at 670-11. Tweets at Matt Spiegel 670 asking you straight up what you miss most about the game. I love this from Joe. Making an August doctor's appointment and checking the Cubs schedule to make sure that the schedules don't clash as the scheduler looks at me as though I've lost my mind. What could you possibly have in August, sir? Why are you worried about your 2.30 p.m. appointment in August? Because <laughs> if it's a day game, I might be at the ballpark or I might be home. That's why I feel you, Joe. I love that. Oh, man. It's 670 to score. You're listening to Hit and Run. Bottom of the hour on Hit and Run brought to you by Northwestern Football. Coach Fitz and the Wildcats host Nebraska and Maryland this fall at Ryan Field. Buy tickets now at nusports.com. Joe Buck at the top of the hour. Ed Howard from Mount Carmel, the shortstop. Likely first-round draft pick in Major League Baseball. Former Jackie Robinson West star. He joins us at 11. Chris Kamka for Camp Connections at 1140. More of your texts and phone calls, though, next on what you miss most about the game. Right here on Hit and Run on 670 to score. Welcome back in to Hit and Run right here on 670 The Score. I'm your host, Matt Spiegel, hanging out with you from 9 until noon every Sunday morning talking baseball. Major League Baseball is lovely, but it's non-essential to baseball conversation. Joe Buck at the top of the hour. That man has been doing play-by-play of absolutely anything um, and been involving charities for it. It's been really, really cool. A lot of broadcasters reaching out, doing stuff. Jason Benetti. Um, on Twitter, reading messages to people dead or alive has been compelling. Uh, really, you know, everybody's trying to fill that void, you know? And yes, I mentioned that Quick Pitch is better than, than Tiger King. Quick Pitch, the best show on TV, better than Tiger King. And a texture said, oh man, Speaks, Carol Baskin has gotten to you, hasn't she? Yes, she has. Uh, another guy said uh, he watched three episodes of Tiger King last night and two in the morning, and his comp was perfect. He said, it's like cocaine. The first hour makes you feel good somehow, and then every moment after that you feel dirty and wrong, <laughs> and you're just not supposed to be doing that. Look, I've never did really done cocaine, but I, I imagine that comp is, is spot on. It sounds spot on. You need to do something productive with your life after you watch Tiger King. That's what I've figured out. Need to do something healthy, productive, maybe charitable when you finish doing that. Talking to you at 670-11 via text about what you guys miss the most about the game. Um, And I, I was thinking about one that I miss so much, which is going to the game logs of the season in progress on baseball reference. Whatever, you know, go to this year go to the game logs and seeing if somebody has been 
as hot as it feels like they have been. Like, oh man, Jose Abreu just hitting the hell out of the ball. Every time I look up, he's hitting the hell out of the ball. Is that true of late? To the internet! And I go to the internet, go to the game log, and you can look back on what he's done every game, and you can highlight certain sections, and it does the math for you automatically. The greatest website in the history of existence. Baseballreference.com. Does the math for you, I say. And you can say, oh, okay, yeah, he really has been on fire the last 10 games. I understand. Texture says, uh, my wife and I were supposed to go to Cleveland for the series this week. This really sucks. Yes. Yes, it does. I miss winning streaks and the chance to win tomorrow. Agreed. There's nothing in sports quite so enjoyable and quite so unexplainable as having a red-hot baseball team. It's just, it's so awesome. And you can sit there and people can come up with 10 different reasons as to why this team is on fire and we might all be right. And take away any one of those components and it might all fall apart. It's just something very, very unique about that. Lance texts in, I miss planning my annual Cubs, Sox, Redline doubleheader when the schedules align. My father-in-law passed in April, says a texter. He was a huge radio fan. I miss him as I listen to this radio show right now. Boy. Let's go to the phone lines. This is Emily in the loop. Emily is downtown in the loop and joins us now on Hit and Run on 670 The Score. Good morning, Emily. How are you? Okay. How you doing, Matt? Love hearing you uh, this morning. All right. Good. Thank you. Thanks for calling and talking. Okay, I'm kind of going in, out, in and out on you. But um, oh, okay. for me, what I broke out yesterday were my movies, like Pride of the Yankees, the original 42 with um, uh, Jackie Robinson playing his own part. Hmm. And I felt like watching that game, it's like, I'm like, yeah, come on, Jackie, hit it, hit it, hit it, like if I was actually <laughs> at the game. There you go. I've never yes. seen the original. I've never seen the original 42. It is I, I've awesome. never seen Jackie. Yeah? Because uh, Jackie Robinson plays his own part. And what they have now is um, it's colorized and black and white, the original. How, how, how do they do both? They, they go back and forth from the black and white to the colorization? No, they have... Um, Naturally, on the one disc, you can either watch it colorized or you can watch it in black and white. Wow. Got it. Thank you, Emily. Yeah, maybe I'll have to go back and, and check out that 42. I've never seen that. Textures getting in. Players being on pace for 162 home runs. Overreactions after one bad game. Oh, isn't it, isn't it great? That constant conversation of, see, I told you this team. Hey, it's one game. You just relax. And then telling those people to be quiet. And then those people firing back at you. All right, now you're, I'm letting you in on, on what it has been to be on the text lines here at 670 The Score for all these years. You say something, yeah, hey, it's only one game. Check the opponent, okay? All that kind of stuff. I kind of love it at the same time. I, I do, I must admit. Uh, things you miss from Mike on Twitter. When baseball starts in the spring, it's like seeing tiny buds on the trees or the first daffodil, a harbinger, 
of warmer, nicer, better days coming very soon. To not have baseball right now feels sad. Like we may not have any nice days for quite some time. Seriously, I, I don't, when can I bank on that? Hey Google, what's the weather? When, when can I know that we're gonna have some nice days consistently in a row? Usually I measure it by series. Okay, which series is gonna be nice? I'll figure it out. Which time am I gonna get to the ballpark? Texter uh, says, being completely angry when I reach six to 10 games in a row with a hit in MLB's beat the streak contest and then go hitless and have to start from scratch. Yeah, see, that's the kind of frustration that you're supposed to be having right now. That kind of frustration. Not wondering if you should wear a mask when you go to the grocery store. Not that. Let's go to Matt in Bolingbrook on the score. Matt, good morning. You're on Hit and Run. How you doing, man? How you doing, Steve? Very good. So you're touching on all this, like, family and the senses in the ballpark. So my, my son's 27, and it's been kind of raising him. You know, we, we've gone. He's, he's now hasn't been to four ballparks, and two of them were uh, Miami and uh, or the Rays in uh, St. Petersburg. And Tampa. So needless yeah. to say, last night I was supposed to be sitting with him in the Clevelander Bar in Miami, Florida, and oh. my ass is here right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So, so he's 27. He's been to all but four ballparks, and you guys were going to knock two more off the list yeah, right now. Yeah, five. Yep, five, and, and we were going to go knock those two out. Oh, man. See, <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that brutal? And that, and, that, and that money, that, yeah, and that money's not coming back to you either, Matt. Those t- that ticket money, they're going to hold on to that until there are no games to compensate, yep. right? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like I said, he's married in Texas. He, me and my wife were flying down, him and his mom, to, to meet him and his wife down there. And we're going you know, to spend a week down in Florida and do the whole thing. Yeah. 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 Oh, Matt, I feel for you, man. Thanks for calling, dude. It's like building the entire trip around that. What a, what a great excuse to see your son, to have you and the wife make the trip, see your son and hang out, get a couple of ball games in. There's nothing like it. Oh, damn you, virus. This segment is brought to you by Illini Care Health. You deserve quality health care. Choose Illini Care Health for health care coverage that includes free gym memberships, after-school care, and school uniforms that either you or your family can take advantage of. Visit IlliniCare.com today. Illini Care Health is a health choice Illinois plan. Look, bats and monkeys and other wild animals are not supposed to be sold at the open market along with beef that is being cut and prepared or fish that is being cut and prepared. This is how this happened. Take better care of the planet, people. Take, use a little more discretion when mixing these wild animals together in your wet markets, China, please. I mean, haven't you seen Contagion? I've seen Contagion. I know how this stuff works. I learn everything from movies, okay? And I know that a bat and a pig hanging out together and then being cooked into a meal served at a casino, that's how these things start. Be smarter and better with the wildlife. All right, I had to get that out. I feel a lot better. Texture says the fact that someone is missing going to Cleveland is the problem. Now, you know, it's a really, really, you had to, had to crap on, on, on Cleveland. Yeah, you're right, you're right. What's so good about Cleveland? 
Uh-huh. That's right, Joe. Matt, your Hey Google, what's the weather? Just stopped the app for a weather update. It's not even nice out. Don't do that again. All right. I apologize. Apologize. I miss Zach's cackles. They are they are known as Zackles in the background of a bad Pat Hughes joke. And I'm sorry, there are no bad Pat Hughes jokes. They are good simply because his voice is the one delivering them. I miss getting off the schneid. Yes, you know, we need to have we need to have a way, and maybe we'll do this next week, a way to work in some of this baseball jargon into normal life. For instance, um, right now, my wife and child are doing a puzzle. They're doing a Toy Story 2 750-piece puzzle in the other room. And I was working on Buzz Lightyear for a while. I couldn't handle it. And then I found a piece, and I got off the schneid. I found a piece that fit. Does that work? Can I use baseball jargon somehow in other aspects of life? Can of corn, chucking the pill, all the baseball lingo. Yeah, see, when you can comfortably sound like an idiot and everybody knows what you're talking about. Because, I mean, nobody says handling the pill, right? Nobody really says that. Nobody talks about getting off the schneid. Texture says, things I miss, knowing what the ballpark giveaway was for each game you had tickets for. I want my puffy vest promo from yesterday. You, sir, deserve your puffy vest promo. You deserve that. And maybe you'll get it. Peoria Matt says, I miss being able to call for David Ross to be fired already. You know, that's mean-spirited. You don't know that you would be doing that, Matt. You don't know. (laughs) Game three of the season in Milwaukee. Yeah, how's he doing? How's Ross doing? What's he missing? What are these people missing most about the game? You know, there's a lot, there's a lot of things that are, that are not happening. Texture says, I miss seeing the sod fathers work at the cell. Stay healthy, Roger. Yes. Yes, Roger Bossard. I miss the social bonds forged with random fans at the ballpark. Oh, that's such a great text. However ephemeral those ties may be, you just don't get that camaraderie at other sporting events. You can get it at other sporting events, but there's something special about the baseball part of it because of the pace, because of how much time there is, and you end up talking to each other. That's That social bonds with the randoms, I absolutely agree. My friend Gerald via text, I miss the rumbling quiet of 40,000 people. Oh, that's good. We can close it there for this hour. Maybe we'll do it again sometime during the season. I hope we don't have too long, but we might. Things you miss most about the game. The rumbling quiet of 40,000 people. Damn right. And at any moment, something spectacular might happen that makes those people stand up and explode. There's an electricity to that, a communal connective electricity to that, that I think we're missing so much right now, especially because we are not connecting as a community. We can try. We can use radio. We can use social media to continue to try. Joe Buck is doing that. Been doing some really cool stuff. Has the longtime play-by-play voice of baseball and football for Fox been doing some really cool stuff on Twitter. We'll talk about that with him next and talk about the game and as always dip into the absurd past of the games that the man has called. So Joe Buck is next. Ed Howard from Mount Carmel in an hour. Chris Camp at 1140 and me, Matt Spiegel here with you on Hit and Run up until noon on 670 The Score.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.